All right, so I haven't stopped recording because I want you to put this bit of audio in at the front of it. Hey, listener, this is a preemptive apology for this entire episode. We're really sorry. It's a really kind of crap episode until the very end when we start talking about a bunch of dumb, gross shit. And I just want you to know that if you want to skip this one, just go to next week's or just stop listening entirely. No hard feelings. I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And welcome to Going Pear-Shaped on AudioEntropy.com, a podcast about us just kind of talking about whatever we feel like. Hey, Matt. Yo. Uh, so, basically, the one and only good thing that's happened in 2017 so far happened recently. Oh, uh, what's that? Uh, Neil C.C. Rega released the uh, third entry in what is now apparently a trilogy. Uh, he released Mouth Moods. Okay, so is it a trilogy or is it a trilogy? There's what I mean by that is it is it actually ending at three, or is it three and then a bunch of bullshit spinoffs and then an actual continuation? Because if there's anything the video game industry has taught me, it's that trilogies are not trilogies. It's a trilogy in that the fact that there are currently three of them. Okay. Some. I don't know, like what good, like there's no canon to mess with because, you know, okay, we should probably actually explain what the fuck we're talking about. So, uh, Mouth Moods is the third in what is basically Neil C. C. Rega's Smash Mouth mashup album kind of thing. Is it a Smash Up mashup nowadays? Because like the thing about Mouth Moods is it incorporates a well, I guess it is. It incorporates a music from a ton of different sources. It's mostly a mashup. Some of them are just funny edits. But it's it's mostly mashups. So, yeah. uh, quick history lesson: Neil C. C. Rega is a dude who has been on the internet for basically forever since sort of the early days of internet culture. Uh, when he was literally fourteen, I think it was, uh, he made that uh, he mailed uh, Hyakugo Juichi, I think it is, also known as the Japanese Poke Rap on Albino Black Sheep, which is just this ancient ass, just fucking animation of dumb shit flying around while the Japanese version of the Poke Rap plays. And uh, it, it was, it's the kind of humor that really only worked in the early days of the internet. Uh, but he has since made a shitload of just really well-known things. He made uh, Potter Puppet Pals. He made literally... Uh, he made a shitload of music under the name Lemon Demon. Uh, he made Brody Quest, which you may remember. Um, and now he's got these three albums. Uh, Mouth Sounds, which is... Exactly what it says on the tin, it is a bunch of mashups, most of which incorporate Smash Mouth's All-Star on them, um, because that's that's a meme, Smash Mouth's All-Star. It is a meme. Yep. And then the second album is called Mouth Silence, and 
ostensibly it's a follow-up that doesn't have All-Star in it, but in actuality, like, All-Star's kind of... There's little Easter eggs and shit. It's just kind of hidden in very in the various nooks and crannies of the album. Okay, so I never actually listened to Mouth Silence. I listened to both Mouth Silence and Mouth Moods. How the hell do you hide a song? Oh, tons of ways. Uh, for one, f- First of all, you should listen to Mouth Silence because it's really good. Uh, secondly... Uh, he does shit like there's bits of Morse code that are lyrics to the song. Um, there's in any given bit of silence in the album, uh, the the line somebody once told me is played like incredibly slow and incredibly low pitched, stretched out through the entire course of the album. It just there's just a bunch of little, uh, little little bits and pieces. There's a YouTube video that breaks the whole thing down. It's like six minutes long, it's explaining all the different ways All Star is hidden in that album. Okay, so what you're telling me is that Neil C. C. Rega is a mad genius. Yeah, he's he, yeah, absolutely. That's the best way to describe him. He is a he's an internet funny man who does all sorts of just wild things. That's got me thinking lately about just how much I love uh, mashups in general, uh, both comedic ones and genuine ones. Um, like if if you want if you've already heard mouth sounds, and I assume most of the people listening to this have, um, and you want to hear someone like doing it, basically doing what Neil C. C. Rega does with with you know with mouth sounds and mouth moods and mouth silence, but doing it like earnestly for real. Uh, look into someone called Girl Talk. Uh, it's essentially the same thing. He just takes a whole bunch of different sources and matches them together into just kind of a fun new thing. And um, yeah, I, I just love that that idea of just taking different bits of music and combining them into some fun new thing. And it can be it can be something shitty and funny, but it can also be something like really enjoyable or ideally both. Those are my favorite are the ones that are like, this is a really dumb thing that shouldn't work, but also this is a legitimate jam. Yeah. So I guess we can start talking about like mouth moods itself since that makes the most sense since it's the most recent. Yeah, go for it. All right. So, what's your favorite mouth mood song? Oh man. Um, it. Oh man. This. This the thing is, it's still recent, so I haven't like. Hmm. It's. It's gonna either be annoyed grunt, uh, floor corn, or tiger. I would say. You see, for me, it was gonna be either three hundred megabytes floor corn or tiger. Those three are just, in my mind, anyway, are super duper strong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like the ones that, that like, uh, I mentioned Annoyed Grunt. I kind of like that and, uh, and shit. 
Um, I like the ones that are just like, this is a million different sources that should not go well together. Like we're gonna we're gonna mash up summertime with the Tim Allen grunt from Home Improvement, with the boom da da mm, da da Ama from uh, whichever corn song that is. I think <laughs> it's Freak on a Leash. Point? Yeah, that sounds about right. I'll I'll be honest, and I'm I feel totally okay with admitting this. I didn't listen to much corn. I, I listened to like... a lot of corn growing up. Okay, how much corn did you listen to? Um, a lot. I mean, I don't I don't know how to quantify that. <laughs> How many corn albums did you own, and None. do you still have them in storage? None. I, I didn't own any albums. I listened to a lot of the radio because uh, I'm an old man, and I, I actually lived in an era wherein people still listen to the radio a lot. But so, uh, what's what's some of your favorite like kind of mashups? Um. So from uh, I guess we already covered uh, my favorite mashups from this one. Let me go to oh, back over to the mouth sounds. So I guess we can go through. I mean, we can also just talk in general. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Neil C stuff. Yeah, but let, let's let's start with Neil C and move backwards, shall we? Um, I'm trying to th- think. From mouth down sounds, I think it's gotta be. Oh Jesus! I think I actually like Modest Mouth the most. As weird as that. That's sounds. pretty solid. That, that, yeah. that's a good one. Um, um, I'm I'm a bigger fan of Daft Mouth because it it incorporates a different Smash Mouth song. Um, I like Mullet with Butterfly Wings. Where it's uh, everybody's working for the weekend, mashed up with bullet with butterfly wings. That's really great. Also, the name is phenomenal. That is, yeah, it's a fantastic pun. Uh, I'm also a big fan of smooth flow, where it's like Anya mashed with uh, Carlos Santana featuring Rob Thomas. It's really good. Yeah. So I think one of the weird things about mashups is when did because mashups are a big thing on the internet now and you can obviously look at like a billion jillion million fucking space jam mashups to know about I think that. that's when, the thing that caused the explosion was um the the when that that game uh Charles Barkley shut up and jam Gaiden rose to prominence and its main theme was a mashup of I forget some techno song with uh with the theme from Space Jam and people just made a bunch of just mashups on YouTube that were Space Jam plus something and most of them were shit some of them were legitimately good, though. But there's a lot of just, like... There are just a lot of videos on YouTube that's just, this is mashup plus this. Uh, this is, sorry. This is Smash... Ma- bleh. I can't talk today. This is Space Jam plus something. And then they'll Photoshop, like, Charles Barkley's face onto something related to the, the song that's being mashed up with Space Jam. Yeah, when did... I'm trying to think. When did Barkley come out? Because I... Oh, phone call. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. All right, sorry about the phone call thing. Um, so when, yeah, when did Charles Barkley shut up and jam Gaiden? I think was the full name of it. I'm checking it right now because that really was kind of like the first time I remember like mashups becoming like a big thing on YouTube and the greater internet. Came out 2008. That actually sounds about right. Okay. Because yeah. It, yeah, that actually sounds about right for when like mashups started to become the thing. Yeah, and I mean that's just when they became like a meme 
a bull, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, they were all over the place um, already, but, like, it, it wasn't no, until then that... did not exist before Charles Barkley <laughs> shut up in jam, or Barkley shut up in jam, Gaiden. Yep. Oh, God. But, yeah, so uh, there's actually a big culture around uh, making mashups, and, like, uh, both both for serious and for silly mashups. Like, some of my uh, favorite for serious ones, uh, there's one out there called Fire Mash by a guy who calls himself Mash Mike. And uh, I, I, I want to get the, the proper list of uh, artists that are used in this thing real quick. It is Pitbull featuring John Ryan versus Taka Bro versus Robbie Williams versus D-Light. It's, okay. It's fucking incredible. How I, does that work? I, I, it, well, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll put a little bit of the audio uh, in this. Um, I, I'll, I'll try and put some bits and pieces of audio of the stuff we're talking about in the episode so it's not like just we're rambling about, hey, you remember that music? That did the thing, you know. The uh, thing and the stuff yeah. made made the noises that sounded real good. Yeah, although I think one of the things that's recently like really breathed a ton of life into sort of the comedy mashup uh, has been Giva Sunner. Oh which, yeah, God, that's a hell of a thing. Do you want to explain Giva Sunner? Okay, so Giva Sunner is a weird. <sighs> what would you call it, like, YouTube imposter account? I guess is what you'd call it. Kind of, yeah. Re- a rename of a YouTube account dedicated to video game music archival, a legitimate account named Gilvasunner. Gilvasunner poses as Gilvasunner and uploads tracks that, at face value, are very similar to Gilvasunner's music. This is this entire thing's going to be a mess. Um, so you'll have track listings like Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Emerald what what the fuck is the first stage of Sonic? Emerald Hill Emerald Zone? Hill Zone. Yes, okay, got it. Emerald Hill Zone. Then you'll play that song, and some weird bullshit will start to play. Do you want to, Mike? I think you actually have gone through the the back library of music more. Do you want to try and explain like what weird bullshit constitutes? Um. Well, sometimes it'll it'll take the sound font of one song and have it play a different song. Um, but it, a lot of it is just fake outs. Like, and sometimes it'll turn out to, to actually be a mashup. Sometimes they'll just play a different song. Like one of the running jokes is that, uh, if it says it's a track from Undertale, it'll play a piece of music from Earthbound or vice versa, you know, something like that. And it's, it's just, it's just a big fake out and it's designed to sort of trick people in the way that, uh, you know, that like they'll go looking for like, Oh, Hey, I want a high quality rip of, let's say slider from Mario 64. And then you go to listen to it and then whoops, it's the Flintstones theme. You know? Yeah, the Flintstones I remember as being the Flintstones are like the biggest recurring gag on that show. Yeah, that's it's based but off a meme because of a, there was a, a bootleg yeah. Mario game called uh, Granddad. Seven Granddad? Se- yeah, Seven Granddad. Yeah, Seven Granddad. And it, it was actually right. just a ROM hack of a Flintstones game, um, and it's just it's fucking something. <laughs> it's Seven Granddad. Yeah. I remember, I think my favorite video on that channel is actually the re-upload of the Street Fighter 3, Dudley Street Fighter 3 theme, where it just plays the first eight notes of the song and just repeats the first eight notes for like five minutes straight. Yeah, that's stuff like the that. the entire upload. It is, it is audiovisual trolling, essentially. Um, is it audiovisual trolling or just audio? Sometimes trolling? visual. Sometimes something will happen that's actually in the video. Usually just audio. Yeah, I guess. Which ones have visual trolling? I don't think I. Um, there's. I I remember off the top of my head. There's one that's supposed to be Scrap Brain Zone, and it cuts to like this green screen of a dude dancing around in his underwear. It's <laughs> okay. It's really weird. I'll absolutely take your word for it. But yeah, just sometimes there are visual elements. Usually not. I'm trying to think on the 
mind if I shift over to more of the, the legitimate side? Yeah, go for it. So the thing that actually got me into mashups were video games, actually. And I'm specifically citing, and when I say video games, I specifically mean the 2009 release of DJ Hero 1. Which was essentially, the weird thing about that game, a couple weird things about that game. One, that game was released right around the time where rhythm games were on the way out, and it tanked at retail. Um, two, is that game's soundtrack was essentially all mashups. All of it. Yeah, it was, it, everything was like some band versus some other band. And like yeah. you would switch between what song you were, you, you effectively made the mashups because you were switching back and forth between like what songs you were trying to focus on at the time. Yeah, well, it, you did and you didn't. Like one of the things about that game, and I think one of like the early criticisms, it's weird going back and talking about that game. One of like the weird early criticisms of that game is it still essentially played like Guitar Hero in the sense where you hit the notes you didn't, you didn't actually like have freeform control over it, although that makes sense for a rhythm game that's where you're designed to follow a note track and hit the notes as accurately as possible, whatever. Um, but the thing about that game that always really stood out to me is the music in that game is really, really good. And they had a lot of really like high-profile artists work on that game. Like I know for a fact, I want to say it was like Daft Punk worked on that game. Um, okay. Let me see. Here we go. Uh, many DJ and mix artists contributed to the yeah. Um, DJ Shadow worked on it, Z Trip, DJ AM, Grandmaster Flash, Daft Punk, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Like a lot of really high profile DJs and big names were attached to this. And it really showed. Like the music in the game is phenomenal. And then it kind of like crashed and burned at retail, which is super unfortunate. I, um, I think it's easier to convince drunk people at a party to pretend to be a rock band than to pretend to be a DJ. Yeah, and that actually is a good point that you're bringing up because and also it, like and and let's let's be real, you know, playing a guitar versus being a DJ. Most of the people who are wealthy enough to afford a PlayStation Two and a big old TV and big old speakers for to do this at a party and big old fucking plastic peripheral, probably white. <laughs> I, I, okay, I don't think that's fair because white people love DJ music and house music and that sort of shit as well. That's. That's racist, okay? I don't know, man. Like, this... this th Guitar Hero was a success because of suburbia. More, more than anything else. And, God damn it, someone's at my door. Hang on. Ha <laughs> ha! Oye, si! De nuevo aquí, Rodriguez Pati. Oye! Yes, what were you going to say about D uh, DJ Hero? I believe you were saying something. I was just talking about, we were, I believe we were talking about whether your comment that DJ Hero failed because of white people, and we were discussing whether that was racist or not. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I, 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 do, I do feel that, um, that Guitar Hero was mostly a success because of like suburban teenagers more than anything else. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant suburbia like 
music. Not no, no, like like like, like actual suburbs, like houses and shit. Oh, okay, yeah, shit. All right, that is probably correct then. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, DJ Hero, I think, is the game that like really got me into. Like, I'm not super into mashups or anything, but like DJ Hero is the thing that like introduced me to that concept and essentially like legitimized it in my mind. Um, because okay. prior to that, it was mostly just like weird, goofy Space Jam mashups. But like DJ Hero, yeah, fuck, it sucks that that game like never. Understandably, it like never got a port because you need the goddamn DJ peripheral to play with it. But it sucks that that game, like, never got a port, because it really is fantastic. It also sucks that you can't get the soundtrack, not through legitimate means anyway, because the soundtrack is understandably in licensing hell. Yeah. Because of course it is, but... Because that's the thing with mashups, like, when Neil C.C. Rega gives his stuff away, when Giva Center uploads their stuff away and, and gives out, like, uh, downloadable, like, albums of the stuff, they have to give it away for free because this is licensed music. This is music that yeah. does not belong to them. They can't sell it. Like I think yeah. I think Girl Talk actually like tours and stuff, but I don't think they can sell their albums. Really? Huh. Yeah, because it's because there's like there's Led Zeppelin and shit in their in their music. Yeah, I'm just I just find it interesting that they're allowed to tour though. There's probably a legal reason for that. I'm I'm not a lawyer. Well, that's the thing is like you can perform just about anything on tour, um, without necessarily having to like because like you can you can just do covers of things. At concerts, and generally speaking, people are not going to call you out on it. Hmm. Guess I never stopped to think about it. But yeah, it's kind of a shame that like DJ Hero never really wound up amounting to much, at least at retail. Um, obviously, the the, peop- the handful of people I knew who played DJ Hero generally hold it in very high esteem um, because it was a very good game. I never actually played the second one. I don't know if that one was any good. I think it was supposed to be fine. Um, but yeah, man, the first DJ Hero... They got a lot of really good music and a lot of really high-profile people working on that game, and it showed. And it yeah. sucks that it failed, and it sucks that you can't get the soundtrack, but I guess that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah. But in any case, long long story short, um, DJ Hero soundtrack, really good. Mouth Moods, really good. Uh, search any given Space Jam mashup on YouTube. Probably be bad. Some of them are good. Uh, look for Giva Sunner if you want to just have, I don't know, the audio equivalent of fart sounds played at you. Um, but yeah. I any, think some, it, hmm? No, I think one of the jokes with the Giva Center stuff as well is that like some of those original mashups are actually really good. Yeah, the, well, the thing and is like it, not all of them are mashups. Some of them are just like, they're just jokes a lot of the time and fake outs. Some of them yeah. are like legitimately great mixes though. And like, I think actually one of the funniest things about that channel is every once in a while, they will just upload the original song. Like, um, I can't remember. I don't think it's Delfino Plaza, but I know like one, I think it's one of the Super Mario Sunshine soundtracks. I think it's like uh, fucking like Noki Noki Bay or something like that. Yeah, and they just play the original Noki song, Bay and then there's gonna be tons of like people in the comments trying to figure out what the joke is. Like, please, someone explain to me what the joke is, and it's it's just the track. <laughs> the joke is that there is no joke. There's no fake out. There's yeah. no subversion. It's 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 a double bluff. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, um, so, Alright, so you got anything else you want to throw out uh, as far as putting two things together that don't normally go together? Slamming two things together? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm kind of tapped out for the time being. Okay. Can we get to some listener questions? Kind of make oh, this yeah. a short one? Sure. Okay. Um, this one is from our friend Eric, and he posted a pic- picture of Smucker's Goober that uh, half peanut butter, half grape... Um, in a single jar, and he asks, has science gone too far? 
I'm looking this up right now. I'm a science person. Here, I'm, I'm just going to link you the tweet. Okay. I mean, I'm sure you've seen this in a store. Like, this is this is something that's in stores all over the place. And I will say, yes, science has gone too far. I don't... You see, I don't think that science going too far. It's not a hassle to just do two different jars of shit. It's not. When you're making a sandwich. But, like, science going too far has a very heavy implication. This is more... I don't know, is science, should science stop enabling fucking lazy, shitty people who can't be asked to put two things on a thing and only want to put one thing on a thing? Here's, here's the thing that bugs me about the, the peanut butter and the grape uh, jelly in the same jar. Okay. Either one of them is going to spoil before the other. Okay. Or they did something to ensure that that doesn't happen, in which case there's probably something fucked up in there. Hmm... Maybe science has gone too far, but I would need to independently confirm or deny. Okay, I'll shift over to a definite maybe. Um, and I'll also add the stipulation that the Smucker's Goober chocolate, that shit looks disgusting. Really? That shit looks nasty. Okay. Um, yes. Okay, so, so next question. Uh, this is from James. Fusion dance or Portara earrings? What? Oh shit! No, I know what this means. Um, I'll take the Eve. Uh, hmm. Who? Okay. Question: Who do I have to fusion dance with? I think it's just saying like which one would you prefer in general. Oh, but I can't. I can't be generalized because if I get to fusion dance with someone who's awesome like Bill Nye, I do fusion dance every time. But if I have to fusion dance with someone who sucks, then I don't want to fusion dance. I think that's how it works in Dragon Ball, Well, I mean, Ball, if the right? person sucks, you wouldn't want to do the earrings either, would you? I Do the earrings work the same way? I have no idea. I don't I've barely remember. seen any Dragon Ball. I vaguely remember. I know how the fusion dance works. I remember that part, but I don't remember the fucking earrings. Yeah, I'm just, um, I was going to say fusion dance. I'm going to go earrings because you said fusion dance, and at least one of us has to come out ahead here. I don't know if that's how that works, but okay. I, yeah. I mean, neither of us knows how this shit works. I'm just covering my ass. Okay. Um, this question is from Jane. Uh, amalgam Comics. Actually kind of good? Question mark? What the hell are Amalgam Comics? Amalgam Comics were a big promotional stunt that DC and Marvel did together as like a crossover back in the day. Um, there was a character that was like... It was like there was Batman crossed with Wolverine and he was called Dark Claw. Um, There's a character that was like Jubilee crossed with Robin... Um, there was like a... Oh, wow. So they took the two shittiest, crappiest characters and just fused them together? Well, no, they did it for, like, all the characters. Like, every... Like, there was an entire Amalgam universe, each character of which was a mashup of one DC character and one, uh, Marvel character. Okay, so you had, like, Wonder Woman, Storm. I'm just looking through the pictures now. You had Superman, Captain America looks cool. You had Cyclops, and who the hell is that? Booster Gold? Maybe... Hmm. I don't know who that is. Who the hell was Cyclops mashed up with? Uh, let, let me take a look at this. Okay. Hold on. Um, let's see. Amalgam characters. Um, oh, shoot. Hold on. I need to... This a... is specifically what I'm looking at here. Okay, yeah. Shoot me that. Shoot me that. Yeah, I gotcha. Wait, no. Booster Gold... Is Booster Gold DC or Marvel? No, B Booster Gold is DC. Okay, so yeah, it would be Cyclops, Booster Gold then. Okay, let, let me see. Let me try and find this part of the picture you're looking at. Um... Hold on, this, is that... Who is... Is that Cable mashed with... It's Cable mashed with somebody. I have no idea. I don't know either. But is that, is that like... 
Who's Spider-Man with? Superboy? Spider-Man and Superboy. I think Super so. Okay. Um, is that like Martian Manhunter and um, a Nightcrawler? I, I think so. Why does, the, why does the thing have four arms? Who is he mashed up with? Fuck, I don't, I don't know. Why are you asking me? Son Green Lantern, me. Iron Man? I don't... You know what? No, none of these were good. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. These are bad. All, all of this is bad. This is terrible. Yeah, this sucks. This sucks. This is awful because it, it's bad. I don't like it. Fuck. Do we have another question? Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we got a few. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just... Uh, you know, we'll get to it. There's another question. Um, okay. Also from Jane... Um, she just linked a, uh, this tweet that's a mashup of uh, a rap song called Hot N-Word. I'm not going to say that out loud. And the Zoo Books commercial. And uh, I'm just going to link that for you so you can hear it. And okay. I'll, I'll, if I can be bothered, I'll put the audio in the episode. But it's something. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, which listener sent us this one? Uh, Jane. Okay, Jane, send us more of this. <laughs> send us more of this, please. All right, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, this is from friend of the show, Jules. And Jules, I love you. What's but Jules God damn doing? It. What's Jules getting up to? What kind of sandwich would you fuck? Um... Why would I fuck a sandwich? Jules, you sick fuck. Why would I stick my dick in a sandwich and jerk off into a sandwich? I'm not going to do that. That's fucked up. Did you hear about that guy who got arrested because he fucked a McChicken? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I heard about the guy who got arrested because he fucked a McChicken. And my immediate reaction to that was, why would you fuck a McChicken and waste perfectly good food like that? So it's, like it's, 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 time, not the, it's the wasting of food is the part that bothers you. Yeah, I don't mind the public masturbation, like, whatever, as long as you clean it up. But, like, don't waste food. Like, one time I heard a story, I was talking to, like, a friend, and they got really drunk, and one of them jacked off on a pizza. And I don't understand why they did. And I incredulously asked, I'm like, why'd you fucking jack off on a pizza? And he was like, because it was funny. I'm like, no. God. That's not funny. That's no, it's not. wasteful. Do you think, you know, speaking of jerking off on food, yes. um, do you think anyone in history has actually finished a game of Salty Biscuit? What the fuck is Salty Biscuit? Because it sounds familiar. Okay, because I'm, I'm convinced it's just like one of those things that kids, like like middle school and like early high school kids tell each other people do, but they don't. Um, it's basically a jerking off competition where dudes sit in a circle and they try to jerk off onto a cookie, and whoever finishes last has to eat the cookie. I guarantee you somebody's done that. Man, I don't know. Somebody, ha- like, law of averages states that somebody in history has had to have I just done don't that. think you could actually convince a group of people to do that. You could do it if there was enough money involved. Because <sighs> eventually, sooner or later, there's going to be alcohol involved, and some the rich guy at the group is going to be willing to throw 100 bucks at whoever eats the cum-drenched cookie or biscuit, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, and they're going to eat it. Now, whether they get the money or not, that's up for debate. But. But. Oh, jeez. All right. Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's so, move on. Um, thanks, Jules. Yeah, thanks, Jules. Love you too, girl. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think I ever gave my answer. Uh, there is no kind of sandwich I would fuck. 
Yeah, no, I'm not jerking off. And actually, on the and that's the thing is, it's not even necessarily to do with like wasting food or even like being opposed to weird sex things. Just like I, I'm not into the idea of mixing food with sex. I just not a fan. Just not not a fan. Like the the whole like covering I mean, someone in whipped cream and licking them off. Not my bag. I mean, that sounds okay. I'm not opposed to that, but there's a difference between like. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not shaming, dude. Like that's just. I'm just not into it. No, but I'm saying that's fine with me. Okay, let's move on. Okay. (laughs) How Um, did we get on this fucking topic? I thought because Jules asked a question, and this is the inevitable end result of Jules asking a question. We need to get her on this show. We no, just we do not after the no, not after the jerking off and no this no this this shit is why we need to get her on here. Oh Jesus! So we can we'll 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 tell like the the Facebook group and and like the Twitter and all that. We'll say hey, we've got Jules on for this episode. You know what to do. Send us your worst, and we're gonna we're gonna make her answer these kinds of fucking questions she's been sending us. Oh my God! I think she's only sent us one. I'm not sure if we should be grateful or, like, how that works, but there we go. She's definitely sent us more in the past, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, but I don't think they were about jacking off into or on top Well, they, of well, they were not specifically about fucking sandwiches, no, but anyway, anyway. Let's um, move on. Let's move on. Okay, so this question's from Josh. Um, who would you like to see the Ninja Turtles fight in some kind of crossover? Oh, shit. This is an actual, uh, that's a good question, unlike the last one. Hmm. Man, this is weird because, like, my first instinct is Power Rangers, but that happened and it was apparently terrible. Yeah, also there's a power differential there, and theoretically, like, the Turtles should be fighting, like, a group of bad guys. Well, I mean, the the point of having a crossover is, like, the bad guys trick the heroes into fighting each other first, and then they, they you know, figure out, you know, oh, no, we, we shouldn't be fighting, and then they team up against the bad guys. Yeah, I Yes. That's that's that is the standard like superhero crossover setup. Yeah, but like, why do you have to use the standard? No, I'm saying, player. Well, no, because it's it's what people want to see. It's so the fans can ask like, see? we want to know who would win in a fight, and then you show the fans the fight, but then you don't actually have like a, a clear winner, so that the nerd arguments can keep going. Okay, in that case, like, who is like a team or like a group, a gang, posse, etc. That's like roughly on power level with the Ninja Turtles that we would want to see fight with them. I mean, hmm. 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 <laughs> the Street Sharks? No, no. Here's what we no. do. Here's what we do. We have the Turtles face off against a combined mass of all of the Turtles ripoffs. So we're talking like we're talking like the Street Sharks. We're talking about Cowboys and Moo Mesa. We're talking about Biker Mice from Mars. We just get all the Turtles knockoffs and, and they, they form one big team and then all of them together have to fight the Turtles and then that's a fair fight. Okay, yeah, and they're, like, really weird and, like, warped and shitty, but there's just, like, a million of them? Yeah. Do we want to make this, like, a terrible, like, zombie survival apocalypse scenario, or how do I mean, how do sure, fuck this? it, why not? Yeah. I mean, speaking of taking two things and just putting them together, just everything's a zombie apocalypse, why not? Yes. Um. I guess for an actual legit answer, I'd actually say the Defenders. Okay. Sounds good. Yo. Um, okay, so speaking of taking two things and putting them together, Joel asks, uh, what are your best pitches for a two things t-shirt that doesn't suck? Uh, now to clarify, what Joel means by a two things t-shirt is there are a billion nerd t-shirts out there that are just, what if we took this one thing and put it with another thing? What if we had R2-D2 from Star Wars and he's standing next to the TARDIS from Doctor Who? Isn't that great? It's a nerd thing with another nerd thing. Fucking print it. Put it on a t-shirt. 
this is a lot of enmity for two things t-shirts coming out of the woodwork right now i fucking hate two things i yeah, do I, I'm like, so I much and you know what here's my answer to joel's question none of them there is none that don't suck Okay, I'm going to go with R2-D2 standing next to a TARDIS. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. You absolute fucker. Print it. Sell a million. Someone more. already has. I guarantee it. Alternatively, like Gurr standing next to Grimm from the Grimm Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Ship it. Print it. Sell a million, <sighs> million of them. All right. I'm moving on. Uh, this is actually going to be our last question. Uh, and this okay. is from Emily. Um, what's your favorite mashup of fetishes? Oh, fuck me raw. Uh, okay, so what's the other one? Shut up. <laughs> You're not funny. Stop laughing. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm making myself laugh, and I'm the only person I need to make laugh. Oh, my fucking God. Okay. You go ahead and take the point on this one, because I'm going to be thinking about this. For oh, no, this is, this is easy. Um, furry and microphilia. Boom, done. Really? You yeah. went that fast? Yeah. Jesus. I don't even have to think about it. Holy fuck. I know who shit. I am and I know what I'm into. Um, macro micro size play is really good. Uh, fucking tentacles and like anything. Pregnancy and like anything. Uh, inflation and like, I don't know. You see, the problem I mean, with fetishes is it's hard to box yourself into just one <laughs> because they're all so good. <laughs> Fetishes are like the Charles I figured you were just going to say everything and we would just move on. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about that, but then I tried to narrow it down. And then I realized very quickly when I started rattling a few of them off that I wasn't going to be able to narrow this shit down. Yep. So, yeah, everything okay, and everything. Just, here, let's, what's, what's your top two? If you have to pick two, uh, you, you get two fetishes for your desert island. Um, which two? Oh, Christ, I can't even narrow it down to that, though. Because, like, how do you count... Oh, fucking... Come on, this, this is a gun-to-your-head scenario. All right, we're going furry and tentacle. Okay. All that's right. literally... Solid like, picks. If somebody, if somebody, like, put a gun to my head, I'm pretty sure that's what I'd pick. You ask me this question in two weeks, I'll probably give you a different answer, though. Well, no, maybe I won't. One of, the, one of those two is going to be at the top. Okay. Um, in any case... This has been a shit show of an episode. Am I fucking I hate you. <laughs> I don't know how much better it's going to be after I, I edit mean, it. I this you. one was kind of a meandering, rambly episode, and we we got interrupted twice. So um, what what you're saying is we have to, like, mash it up with, like, Space Jam? Sure, with Space yeah. Jam playing over the <laughs> entire thing? <laughs> Going pear-shaped versus Quad City DJs. <laughs> Bingo. God damn it! Okay, Put a thing so next to it, th I changed my shirt answer to the going pear-shaped logo next to whatever the Quad City DJs logo. So, but someone just edits Bam. the pear to be Charles Barkley's face. <laughs> there God we go. Damn it! Okay, so do, do you have anything you want to plug? Oh my God! No, I'm good. All right, um, I'm gonna go ahead and plug my Twitter at MikeLovesRabbit. Um, if you want to just talk to me, if you want to send me dumb mashups, uh, if you want to send me furry microphilia, go for that. Um, yeah, you can send us porn if we want. I'll like, review well, it well yours is secret. Air. They can't send you porn. Well, they can if they find it. <laughs> also, if you send me like fucking lolly or some shit, I'm going to slap you across the face. If I see you, I don't uh, play with that shit. Okay. Anyway, 
Any fucking way. Um, if you want to send in questions or suggest future episode topics, um, hit us up on Twitter at G-Shaped. That is at G-S-H-A-P-E-D on Twitter. You can find uh, every episode of this show and a bunch of other podcasts that are way better than ours. Uh, except at, on, for Let's Place. Except for Let's Place. Let's Place is the worst. Um, you can find all these uh, and more uh, at audioentropy.com. And I think that's going to do it for us. Um, so for, I mean, do you have any final thoughts you want to throw out there on mashups or taking a thing and mixing it with another thing? I don't actually think putting R2-D2 next to the TARDIS is a great idea for a t-shirt. Okay, thank you. Yeah. All right, and so for Going Pear Shaped, I've been Mike. And I've, I've reluctantly been Matt. <laughs> and always remember, um, mashup diddling yourself with constantly. What the fucking <laughs> fuck did you just say? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ.